Tuesday's episode of Your Source for Fantasy Hockey News has you covered with all of the latest injury updates from around the NHL, a couple of second-half bold predictions that might not be so bold, and of course, Tuesday's full betting breakdown. You're tapped into the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back inside the unofficial lab. We're on the road once again, but thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On NHL to get up to a hundred bucks match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Here we go, hockey fans. The second half has officially arrived. Hockey was back Monday night, Tuesday, eight-game betting board. Steele and I are going to ramp up this second half betting coverage for y'all because we need to get this money in time for the postseason. We're going to kick off the episode. Steele's got some injury updates. Shifley, Hughes, Kuznetsov, Buffalo Sabres. We got to get it done off the top because second half bold predictions. Look, Steele and I do this every year. Second half, start of the year, even the postseason. And some of these predictions actually aren't going to sound as bold when we explain why. So we're going to get to that, steal because you know what I'm going to say. We're going to a little spicy in the middle of the show. But over to you. These injury updates right in the second half, these are going to start to be critical to how you manage your lineup. So we're going to break this down right off the top. Over to you. Hit me with what you're looking at. Yeah, especially, you know, coming down to the crunch time in the second half of the season, especially with a wacky week. Uh, over the next seven days, we're coming back from the NHL All-Star Weekend. Injury update for a few people. Want to start off with Jack Quinn of the Buffalo Sabres. I feel bad for this kid because he tore his Achilles in the offseason. Obviously mm. a difficult process to rehab that type of injury. And he didn't even play his first game until December 19th. But in that time, uh, he's recorded 12 points in 17 games. I talked about him a few weeks ago about he's going to be a, he's going to be a future star in this league and for the Buffalo Sabres moving True. forward. He's had a little bit of misfortune over the last eight months, but uh, unfortunately we won't see Jack Quinn back in the NHL until late March, I believe it is, but just some more mm. updates for players that will be returning uh this upcoming week or even mid-February, players that are out until mid-February include Patrick Kane, Victor Arvinson, who we know we love on the show. Jack Hughes yes. could be at the end of this week. Shea Theodore is also timeline for mid-February. But mm -hmm. Marc-Andre Fleury, William Carlson, and Mark Shifley are returning to the NHL uh, to their respective clubs this upcoming week. I think taking a look at Mark Shifley very quickly is where I just want to spend a minute because... The Winnipeg Jets have obviously overachieved to a lot of people's expectations. I actually think this is right where I expected them to be in terms of a quality club that is able to get it done with pieces out of the lineup. They did it without Kyle Connor, but in the six games without Mark Shifley, two, three, and one. And I just want to highlight how important he is to this team's success. And I understand that he takes a lot of heat in certain fantasy circles, but this guy is definitely the, one of the keys to this team on and off the ice. In the dressing room, he's a leader. 41 points in 41 games on the ice, he's a leader. I think him coming back is going to be absolutely critical for this team because the next six weeks of this schedule still steal, will make and break both fantasy GMs and NHL squads in the NHL looking to solidify themselves as 
playoff threats. Do I think the Winnipeg Jets are that regardless? Yes, I do. But Mark Scheifele coming back now, well ahead of that real postseason push, is critical. So I think that's important. Also, what's your take on this Kuznetsov situation? Because I know there has been a lot said about this player. Speaking of off-ice issues, this guy has it. 17 points in 43 games, likely not a ton of fantasy take here, but we have to bring it up because he is still a name and in deeper formats, there's probably still a GM or two who are hanging on to him. And now it's time to officially let him go. Yeah, I think it is. And we know the Washington Capitals have been struggling to score goals all season long this season as well. And Kuznetsov is not one of those players who even really fills out those peripheral stats. And so if Alexander Ovechkin and John Carlson aren't firing on all cylinders, you know Evgeny Kuznetsov is not going to be that guy for them right now. Um, Like you said, only 17 points this entire season. He only has 69 shots, six uh, six hits, and 12 blocks. So he's not going to fill out the peripherals. They're struggling on the power play. They're struggling struggling to score goals. He's more of a playmaker anyways, and he's not even doing that part of his job. So Kuznetsov has been one of those guys, sort of like, uh, you know, I don't want to group him up with Pierre-Luc Dubois because I don't think Kuznetsov mm-hmm. even had those high of expectations heading into this season, like Dubois had uh, going into his first year with the LA Kings. But both of those players are just not living up to their standards right now, especially fantasy-wise. Yeah, Kuznetsov, I think, has been much more of a consistent producer over his career, but I'm here for the take on the failure for meeting expectations. Also, this Washington club, you're talking about struggling to score goals. I think they only have a couple more than Chicago and San Jose. They sit right at the bottom of the league, and that's just ugly. So those are the updates right now that we're seeing. Keep it tapped. We're going to keep breaking down all of the injury updates on a day-to-day basis because right now you can't afford to even miss a single night without your lineup maximum. I've done it a couple times over the last couple of weeks and it's burned me. So make sure you have your lineups in tip top shape. This isn't rocket science, people. This is how you get it done right after the break. We're going to get it done with bold second half predictions. We're keeping today tight. Tuesday's bets, eight game betting board coming up around the break as well. But today's episode, it's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like Steele and I, Super Bowl is all about scoring the best seat on the couch and grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. Hit the couch, couple of saucy wings, couple of wobbly pops, dust them off, and make sure you're laying down those bets on FanDuel Sportsbook. So many ways to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who wins the big game of Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel has you covered who scores a tutty, how many points, the length of the national anthem, and so much more. Will Taylor Swift get proposed to on the field? FanDuel's got you covered. New customers join today and you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe and the follow button. Make sure you go over to YouTube and check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They are here for you 24-7 every single second of the day, whether you want to watch them Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, doesn't matter. They're here for you 24-7 with the local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go over to YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 24-7 
national sports streaming channel. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Real, real quickly before we get over to uh, oh. our second half bold predictions. I swear, if the Kansas City Chiefs win and Travis Kelsey ends up proposing, which I don't think that's going to happen, I swear if yeah. that if that does happen, we're going to see a 2024-2025 uh, uh, movie come out on this entire love story between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So I don't think it's going to happen, but that would be incredible if it did. I would put down good money on that movie happening regardless deal. That yeah, I would wait on. I don't see I don't see the proposal. And if we're just going to dive into this for a second, I think someone on TSN <laughs> made this good point about Travis Kelsey himself not wanting to take away from the moment of the rest of the team if they yeah. did win. So if we're really going to get degenerate and go down this angle, there's no way he's proposing, even if he catches 17 touchdown passes and somehow sets all kinds of records. It's not happening, but placing bets on the Super Bowl will happen. Maybe you place a couple of bets on this one because right now, actually, minus 170, the Pittsburgh Penguins to make the postseason, and this is where I'm going here because I'm sticking to my gun steel. Yes, you are. I'm reading the Sidney Crosby book. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid right now. <laughs> but they're within striking distance, and here's the bold prediction because not only are they going to make the postseason, they're going to go on a run. I'm not saying all the way to the cup, but I think Sid is going to convince Mr. Dubas up front, and I don't mean just verbally, by going on a nice little stretch here before the all-star or before the trade deadline, and they're going to augment this roster with a piece or two. I don't know how it looks. That's why it's a bit bold, but I'm saying the Pittsburgh Penguins, who, let me bring this up. I'm on one screen right now, Steele. It's a bit bootleg, but I know they are within striking distance in that Metro. Right now, they only sit four points back, five points of that third spot with Philly. I'm not buying into Philly. I really am not. Not without Carter Hart. No disrespect to Samuel Orson. Pittsburgh makes the postseason. Wager on that now, and they go on a run. I like this bold prediction because I think it actually will happen. And that goes very well with my one of my bold predictions, oh. actually. And I guess that's where I'll start with because if the Pittsburgh Penguins are making the playoffs, I have the New Jersey Devils missing the playoffs in the 2024 oh. season as a bold prediction. And I think the injuries are going to play a huge factor in their season, uh, you know, successful or oh. otherwise. You know, just looking at what has happened so far for the Devils this year, Jack Hughes has already missed 15 games and can possibly miss anywhere from the next two to five games, depending on when he comes back in the next week. Nico sure. Heischer has already missed 11 games. Dougie Hamilton has been out uh, mm -hmm. for over two months now. He's only played 20 games this season and won't even be back in the lineup until early April, which at that time it might be too late for the Devils. They have seven players currently out of their lineup on the IR or out. And other than those reasons, I have two major factors for why I believe the Devils are not going to make the postseason. Number one, this is not... This is not a strong – goaltending is going to be one of them, but starting off with the blue line, this is not a strong blue line without Dougie Hamilton in the lineup. There mm -hmm. is a massive mm -hmm. gap in skill with a lot to be desired with the guys they have on the blue line right now. And number sure. two, like you mentioned, the goaltending has not been the same uh, same quality that we got last year from Vitek no. Vanacek and Akira Schmid, even Nico yeah. Dawes now. But Vitek Vanacek from last year to this year, is incredible difference was 33 11 and four yeah. record with a 9 11 save percentage and an 8.6 goals saved above average last season this year he has a 16 8 and 2 record so he's got a, a pretty pretty darn solid uh mm. record right now for the devils but he has an 886 save percentage and a negative 13.5 goals saved above average so complete yeah. lopsided 
uh, on a year-to-year basis from Vitek Vanacek right now. And those are the two things for me, or three things, injuries, lack of uh, skill mm. on the blue line d- defensively, and the, the uh, inconsistency from v- uh, Vitek Vanacek and their goaltending. Absolutely here for this take, even though I think even up to a couple of weeks ago, I was still saying that I think this team has all the makings of a club that might be able to still come back and make a playoff spot. But I'm starting to buy into this narrative even more, especially after I'm starting to like my prediction of the Penguins getting a spot. It comes down to the goaltending for me, the injuries for sure. Most definitely Jack Hughes, though, we've been on this theme. Can he stay in the lineup? Can he maintain his ability to be a game-changing player, which he know we know he is when he is in the lineup? But look at how important he is to his team's success when he is not. So the f- couple that with the fact that they're looking at getting a goaltender, if they can get a guy like Jacob Markstrom, which I am going to fulfilly buy, ful- f- fully buy into, the, the experts are saying it. If you're not believing my take, just read into it. I could see them adding a goalie and it being Mark Sherman. If they do, that prediction you're making might be a bit of a tough one to follow through on. But right now, loving it. I'm going to stop rambling on because I really do for <laughs> once in our career on this ep- on this show, Steel, is keep things short and sweet when we really have a trouble <laughs> Never doing happens. that. Let me hit it with, I can't come on here and talk about bold predictions and not talk about one that I made at the start of the year. I said, and again, not too bold. This is like, come on, this makes sense. Edmonton Oilers, Stanley Cup. That was my pick. Connor McDavid, Hart. Connor McDavid, Art Ross. At the start of the year, those were three of the favorite picks. And then things went off the rails. And all of a sudden, things are coming back round for me. So 16 straight games for the Edmonton Oilers obviously helps things. Connor McDavid wins the Art Ross. That's the prediction. I'm going to spit it out. And you bring up the numbers, which, you know, aren't my strong suit, Steel, but I have done so. Currently sitting 18 points back of Nikita Kucherov and 17 of Nathan McKinnon. So you're going flip a 17 gap point gap on Nathan McKinnon. Don't even talk about Nikita Kucherov, who was a bit of a bumba at the all-star game. I didn't like seeing that. But anyway, Connor McDavid is one of the only players, if not the only player who can erase a 17 or 18 point deficit. Let's say McKinnon or Kucherov go on a cold streak or get hurt. Connor McDavid for the Art Ross right now. You're going to get good money, and he is available to do it. So far this season as well, Steele, he's been turning it on. And if you didn't want to buy into what I'm saying, buy into his focus and his ability to show the entire world that he is the best player in the game at the skills competition. And I know it's just the all-star game, but this is the best player in the business. And I'm just saying, don't count out 97 to finish atop the table with the most points. So McDavid, Art Ross, that's my second bold second half prediction. That's a spicy take right there. And he might be able to close the gap significantly, but we're talking about 17 and 18 point gap from Nathan McKinnon. It's very bold, very bold, but I'm here for the spiciness. (laughs) And look, we didn't plan this at all, but this goes very, this ties in very well with my second bold prediction in the second half of the season. Zach Hyman will score 50 goals this this Whoa. season at the end of the regular season. That and, does and go looking, nicely, though. It does go very nicely. And looking back at, at the signing of Zach Hyman with the Edmonton Oilers, this might just yeah. go down as one of the best free agent signings in the last six to seven years. I can't back. believe he's only making $5.5 million a year for what he brings wow. to the table, to the game every single night. And I couldn't be more furious with the Maple Leafs not paying this man this type of money because he needs to be in a blue and white jersey for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Regardless of that, three years in Edmonton, he has 93 goals 
184 points in 199 games, almost a point per game player. Obviously, he's playing with Dry Settle McDavid. That helps uh, the offensive production Just a lot, a bit, but he yeah. still brings a lot to the table himself. He's got yep. back to back 30 plus goal seasons, a career high 83 points last year, and currently on pace for a career high 87 points this year. So Zach good. Hyman is a coach's dream. He plays hard. He works hard yes. in the dirty areas of the ice. Yes, he he does all the right things at the right time. And he sets himself up for success. And over the years, I don't know if a lot of people have quite noticed this, but mm. he's starting to develop some more skill with the puck on his stick. You know, going oh, yeah. back to that, uh, the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, actually where that goal was disallowed, complete dirty toe drag, short side bar down on uh, on uh, Martin Jones, I believe, that got was disallowed for offside. But regardless, he's got more skill now at 31 years of age than he was playing with the Toronto Maple Leafs, where he just depended solely on his work ethic. He's got great stats across the board, fantasy-wise. Um, but his ability to get to the net on rushes, dig for those rebounds on the power play, it doesn't matter how you score them. It doesn't. There's no picture on the score sheet at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He's scoring all those dirty goals for them. He's in front of that in the dirty areas. And Zach Hyman will score 50 goals. Zach Hyman is also starting to establish himself as one of those all-around fantasy studs that if you can maybe get one or two of them, like I'm talking Hyman, Brady Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk, those guys that just absolutely have an elite level of offensive output, but also still bring it with the blocks, the hits, and the on-ice effectiveness. That's one of those things that I think you and I try to highlight a lot is the players that you know, pass the eye test for us on the ice, but then also bring it with the fantasy value. I'd say Zach Hyman's right up there at the top of the list of being exactly what you said, a coach's dream. Also a little bit of a betting dream, perhaps. Connor McDavid for the Art Ross, plus 3,300. The third favorite behind Kucherov and McKinnon, who are both at minus 115. Steele at 33 to one, you know what I'm going to say. That's worth a five or a 10 piece and thank uncle flip later. Speaking of which <laughs> right around the break, another area that I might highlight for you to sprinkle a little bit of cash. Cause I got a cup prediction and I'm hedging baby. So let me know when you're ready steel. Cause I'm ready to drop a little bit more bold predictions. What you got one more last bold prediction. You know, you finish off with your last one. We'll go to break and I'll finish with Giddy my up. last one before we get to big time bets. Once again, not that bold. A Canadian team is winning the cup. It's breaking the 30 plus years. Is it 30 years? 31 I, I years. So yeah. Montreal Canadians won. I think, you know, me and the numbers once again, <laughs> Vancouver Canucks, Edmonton Oilers and Winnipeg Jets. And I'm going to say it Steele. Don't count out the Toronto Maple Leafs just yet. I'm just going to say it because I was having a long, hard thought about this, and I understand that the blue line is not championship caliber right now. I understand the struggles in net, but there is no better team offensively suited right up there in the conversation, and I don't care what fan base you're a part of. Any team that had Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, and John Tavares, among some others up front, they are going to be considered at least an outside shot for the cup. So... A Canadian team is winning it this year, Steele, and for obvious reasons, I would go to those first three. But there are four teams with a legitimate shot to go on a run. So I'm saying this, the Canadian team wins the cup, and it's going to be one of those probably West Coast teams, but it's going to happen. And look, Winnipeg Jets, they're built for it. Vesna lever level goaltender, good blue line, balanced attack. Vancouver, Vesna level goaltender, elite blue liner, and Quinn Hughes, balanced attack. That's all you need. And don't get me started on the Edmonton Oilers because I've <laughs> talked at length about that. A Canadian team wins the cup. That's my final second half bold prediction. 
Love that one. I love that last bold prediction there. Would love to see a Canadian club take back home the Stanley Cup. I've got one last bold prediction before we get to big time bets. But first, this episode is brought to you by the Sleeper app. It's almost the halfway point in the season. And the Toronto Maple Leafs are inching closer and closer to the second spot in that Atlantic division, regardless of where we are in the current standings. I want to remind you that you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. It's not just for hockey, though. You can play daily fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, CFB on the Sleeper app and entries can be made in under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether studs like McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby, Hellebuck, Patrick Demko, if they'll record more or less than their sleeper projections for things mm. like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a $100 bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me locked on fantasy hockey fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and location availability. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe, the follow button, leave a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day for my last. Bold prediction in the second half, second part of the season. I'm sticking with this Atlantic division. Ooh. In my final bold prediction, the Florida Panthers will win the President's Trophy come the end of the regular season. Before the season started, I predicted the Florida Panthers, just the same way you with the Winnipeg Jets. I predicted the Florida Panthers would be the third best team in the Atlantic division. Clearly, I was wrong because they sit second currently in that Atlantic division. But just looking at what their team is producing right now, they probably they might have the best top six forward group in the league right now. Matthew, you know Kuchuk I like to hear got, this deal. Matthew Kachuk just got yeah, Card. I'll I'll get to him, but Matthew Kachuk just <laughs> caught fire recently. Twenty seven points in his last fifteen games. Huge. Sam Reinhardt is having an unbelievable season. He's been a power play juggernaut. He's got more power play goals than teams have power play goals combined. It's absolutely insane what Sam Reinhardt is doing, keeping up with Austin Matthews in this Rocket mm-hmm. Richard race. Barkov and Verhage continue to have strong seasons. Barkov, the playmaker. Verhage, the finisher. Yep, and, yep. of course, like you mentioned a few episodes ago, Bobrovsky has probably been playing his best hockey over Thank the you. last 10 months, going all the way back to the postseason last year and mm-hmm. saving the best for all. The best coach in hockey right now, Paul Maurice, behind the bench, leading the way. They play the game they play every game like it's a postseason. The intensity, yeah. the physicality, the leadership mm. from their top guys, and they're just getting it done on both ends of the ice. The only thing, if I'm going to nitpick a little bit, Aaron Ekblad and Brandon Montour only have 11 points in 32 games this season. They need to get a little bit more into the, uh, into the offensive side of things. Other than that, they've been spectacular. You, you work hard, you get rewarded. Paul Maurice proves that to you. Tied for fourth in the NHL with 66 points. They're five yeah. points back of Vancouver and Boston for that top spot. It's going to be difficult to catch Boston, but I think they can get it done and they can finish first in the NHL. I'm so here for this take steal, and I can't help but feel that what you're bringing up, how important is the right coach with the right team? Like, for yeah. real. 
Have a look at Ricky Tockett. Have a look at Ricky Bonus. Have a look at the players that you are talking about right now under Paul Maurice. There's a theme here. These coaches are getting it done, and these players, much like uh, John Tortorella's crew, are starting to embody what their coaches are, and there's a theme as well. They're winning. So there's got to be some credit given to these bench bosses. And I'm really glad that you're doing it with Paul Maurice, because this team has been a different club since he has taken them over and they continue to be one of the toughest to play against night in and night out. They roll three really good lines. And once again, there's a theme here with winning clubs, balanced attack, ability to roll through a three lines, a good blue line and a goaltender to steal you the series. Hashtag Aiden Till, hashtag Sergei Bobrovsky. They were in the cup final. So that's what's going to have to happen for a team to go on a run. Let's see what happens. Are you ready for some big time bets? Because I'm not playing around anymore, Steele. The first half was a bit of a joke for us. We're yeah. getting back on the money train in a very, very big way. And if you're okay with it, I'll start with a player that you were just talking about and a team that you were just talking about. Philadelphia rolls into Florida. Florida has points in eight of the last 10 against Philly. Philly is without their starting netminder for the next who knows when, maybe forever. Not going to speculate there, but this Philadelphia team is going to be in tough to replicate the success it had in the first half. Yeah, that's just a bit of an intangible thing, but I'm riding with it. Panthers, money line, minus 190, and give me Verhage any time point. I'm going to super parlay these together, Steele, because I got four picks for the head tops because I'm not backing down. Verhage in his career against Philly in eight games, five goals, three assists, eight points. I'm good with numbers now all of a sudden. That's a point (laughs) per game. Give me Verhage along with the Panthers on the money line because it's not a good odd, and I'm going to add those in to my two other picks that I'll drop on you in a minute. Love those picks against the uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. I might go with the Verhage player prop as well, but I've got a same game parlay coming at you for Tuesday hey. night. We're taking things th- uh, we're taking things very seriously now in 2024 big time bets. You. Where the money is made. Same game parlay comes from the Edmonton Oilers Vegas Golden Knights game. Love. I'm going to the guy I was talking about, Zach Hyman. Anytime goal in this contest. 13 games against Vegas, has seven goals, four assists for 11-point total. I think he's going to get on the score sheet early and get one uh, that goes in the back of the net. Zach Hyman, anytime goal, my first pick. My, uh, I'll just rattle these off same, uh, for the same game parlay. Second Please. pick, Oilers money line, Might minus well. 134. They've won five out of their last six matchups and four straight wins on the road in Vegas, and that's where they're playing. Also, they're on this 16-game win streak right now. It seems like they can't lose to anybody. And on top of that, the Vegas Golden Knights have quite a few injuries right now. Shea Theodore, Jack Eichel, William Carrier, and William mm. Carlson might not be available for, uh, available for this matchup. Oilers money yeah. line minus 134. Last pick of the night, Oilers Golden Knights under six and a half. I know the trend has gone over in these contests sure. between these two teams, but at sure. under six and a half minus one, uh, 122, This is the reason for it. Skinner hasn't allowed more than two goals in 11 straight starts. We're getting his best hockey right now with the best hockey from the Edmonton Oilers, as well as Aiden Hills back from injury. He's been outstanding this season when he's in the lineup. Since returning from injury, he's played two games so far and posted a 40-save win and a a 36-save win. Both those games only allowing two goals. So I'm taking the under 6.5 at minus 122. I love it when you do your research deal. It gets me fired up because I want to make this loot, and I'm not even kidding around. Dallas at Buffalo. 
you know I love betting on the Dallas Stars, and I'm going to oh, not do. back yeah, down you on do. this one either. Dallas, in their last 10, 7-2-1 against the Buffalo Sabres, and I ain't saying another thing because this is going to be another team that I invest in heavily down the stretch. They Speaking of all the makings of a, of a good Stanley Cup club, another theme. I'm not going to get into it. The Dallas Stars at on the road on the money line, minus 150, getting a good number here. Lock of the night. How about we talk about Connor McDavid? In those 16 games that they've won in a row, nine goals, 17 assists, three game winners. This is going to be a big second half for Connor McDavid. And, you know, I've dug into the numbers against the Vegas Golden Knights steal in his career. 27 career regular season games. Sorry, 19 career regular season games. (laughs) 27 career points, nine goals, 18 assists. Hit me with McJesus over 1.5 anytime points. That's my lock of the night. I'm going to put them all together in a parlay, though, Steel. I'm feeling all four. That's how confident I am. Let's get it. I'll be adding the player prop and those two Panther uh, Panther bets you had there, the money Thank line you. and the Carter Verhage player prop. Adding that into the same game parlay for me. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Once again, check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel they're here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of locked on plus the national shows covering every single league thank you again so much for tuning in for today's episode with flip and i have a great day good luck with all your bets out there and we shall see you back here again tomorrow peace